Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Howdy, this is Therese, and I'm so excited that you're here with another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And I just feel super blessed because I have amazing people in my life. And so I say, you got to come and talk to my podcast. And today I'm really excited to have Holly Chantel with us. Hello, Miss Holly. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And you look fabulous in your purple today. I really like that you're like. Thank you. You know, with maternity clothes, I have very limited options. So. <laughs> I'm wearing this one a lot. <laughs> it works. We're all working from home. Nobody sees it. It's all good, right? So anyway, so so before we dive into into the, the you know the kind of content of the podcast, tell people what you do because you have a really cool business and I, I love what you do to help people. So talk about that. Yeah. So I work mainly with coaches and some private practitioners that are trying to bring their businesses online. And really, what I do is I help them align their brand, their business model, and their marketing systems with their next level of growth. So nice. after you've, you've kind of gone through that startup phase and now your business is going, usually there comes a point where you, every time you try to introduce a new idea, it doesn't quite land. Uh, yeah. And this is a signal where I come in and uh, help you figure out, you know, what, where the misalignments are. I find that usually, and this is probably something we're going to talk about today, it's usually you've outgrown pieces of your business or you know, have taken a turn that you didn't realize would take you off course from your vision, but it did. Mm. And um, there's a lot of inner work that Therese is very familiar with yeah, yeah. <laughs> to bring a lot of those things back into alignment as well as the strategic work. Mm -hmm. And I kind of blend the two so that you can you know, get back to really feeling aligned with your business mm -hmm. and super profitable. Uh, Cause that's, you know, that's important. something else that obviously is really important in your business is making yeah. sure that it's streamlined, efficient, and that you're making money. That's so cool. So what lights you up about what you do? So what lights me up is, uh, it's funny you say that cause my, like my tagline is build the business that lights you up. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> so, know that. Oh my perfect gosh. Wording. So funny. <laughs> Boom. There we go. Yeah. Um, so what lights me up is, is really helping my clients open up possibilities mm -hmm. because usually when we go through that phase of like figuring out what's misaligned, mm -hmm. it's usually because what they really want doesn't align with what they think is possible. Oh. And yeah, so, once we, out, so, yeah, yeah, so once we figure out, yeah. So once we figure out what they really want and they can see like, they can have that. Like you have everything you need to do that. Mm -hmm. And it is a good idea. And I don't care who told you that that wasn't going to sell or that people you know, won't pay for that or 
or, you know, you can't see logistically how it would work. Mm-hmm. Everything's solvable. Mm-hmm. And that for me is, that's what lights me up is just really opening up that ability to dream again for business oh. owners. You're going to make me cry. This is so good. This is really good. Cause I think it's easy to lose that, you know, when you've had launches that haven't worked or when you've had mm-hmm. some, some hits, it's just, uh, then you kind of scramble. So yeah. talk about, you know, this is called the fiercely brilliant podcast. And today I see you like really, I mean, I've always known like you and I did, what was your, what was your brand before the land of brand? The what land was, of brand. Yeah. The land of brand. And so you and I go way back. We, we go, we go way back. And we actually did an interview where we were lip syncing. Do you remember the lip syncing interview? Yep. <laughs> to uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, what's I this song? It's like, Taylor's going to hate, hate, hate. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this woman is so freaking creative. Like Holly is, at least for me, one of the standouts in the industry you used to focus more on branding. Now you're doing kind of more, the whole thing sounds like, but, but you're living in your brilliance today. At least I think so. Right. From, Thank from, you. from having a little girl crush Thank on you. you. I'm like, bam, that woman's rocking. Was there ever a time Holly that you felt misaligned? Like, like obviously we teach what we need to learn. Right. So I'm just yeah. curious yeah. Like, how that came. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, really my stepping into helping people up level their businesses really came from me realizing I needed up-level my business. Mm. And so it's not always a, it's not always a beautiful process. And it's not always a, um, a process that you realize is happening. Mm. And for me, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that I was playing smaller or that I was misaligned. Um, for me, I was just running my business, you know, the way I felt was necessary because I had, at, you know, at the time, I had a three-year-old and like a six-month-old oh, and you know, <laughs> your choices and, and yeah, yeah, right. you get to sleep and how much you get to work. <laughs> right. a little there's bit some limited. constraints on you there. Yeah. yeah there's, some, there's some like real constraints right. here. Um, so in navigating that, I had built my business in a way that, you know, allowed for me to have the kids home mm-hmm. and um, you know, all the, the reasons why I have my own business, I was fulfilling those. But what I was doing in my business, I felt like what I really wanted to do wasn't possible um, because of those constraints that, you know, if I step into working with the people I really want to work with and, you know, where my expert, like my level of experience was more suited to, you know, what if it didn't work? What if my, Mm -hmm. um, you know, anytime I, I tried to dip my toe in the water, I get no response. So it's like, oh. I'm not going to commit wholeheartedly right. um, because, you know, I need to pay my bills. I need to be able to bring, mm-hmm. bring money in. And so there was just so much fear in that for me, that not stepping into um, that space that I really wanted to be in and just starting to go through the motions. I started to lose my inspiration and, mm-hmm. you know, lose creativity. And it just felt like a drag. And I ended up really, really depressed. Um, had no idea that I was depressed. Like, cause I oh. thought depression was sadness, right? Like, right. you know, feeling sad and pessimistic like whatever. And I am, right, right. Right. And I, am, you know, I'm a realist slash optimist, <laughs> like everything, <laughs> like I know things are going to get better. I know, like <laughs> I'm very confident, but I, I was working with a, an actually a hypnotherapist mm-hmm. to have her help me deal with some of the anxiety I was feeling. And she's like, you're depressed. You, you need to wow. go to a therapist. Yeah. And I, I, it was like a wake up call. I was like, 
Yes. If I look at all, like I, I am. Well, hold on, and, hold on one second. Hold on. Because most people think depression is sad, like, you know, therapy word, right. affected. Like I feel sad. I want yeah. to cry. But what, how did I don't want to get out of bed, you know, how did it, what were your symptoms? Cause I, you know, other people might be going, holy shit, maybe that's what's going on. So what, what symptoms led that other person to say, this might be this? Yeah. So for me, it was, I I had a lot of anxiety um, about um, just that, that it was that internal pull. Um, And I was here, it's going to sound crazy. I was hearing a lot of voices. <laughs> and and just you know anytime i had an idea or an inspiration it would be just like 10 different versions of me giving their input and it was it was driving oh, me crazy wow. so that's where the anxiety come from i, I yeah. forgot about that part like good question cuz like it makes you think go back right. to that place right. and think about yeah. it and yeah so that that was originally um part of why i was going to the hypnotherapist cuz that anxiety was like i would literally stand in the middle of my kitchen and be like, should I put the spoon away? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> like, oh, it was just like, so like real negative self. Like you're not hearing like aliens tell you to go kill no, your neighbors. No. Like it, just it your wasn't own negative. It was just, just decision. Decision. Okay. okay. Like you should do that. You shouldn't do that. Uh, oh. If you do that, this will happen, but maybe that'll happen. And, and da, 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 like yeah. all the scenarios that could happen. Yeah. Oh, that's no. paralyzing. And, yeah. And like literally physically paralyzing. And, um, it felt kind of like I was trapped in like a cage. Like there was, I was meant to break through, but for some reason I just couldn't. Yeah. And my low point was, I remember it distinctly. I was sitting in the playroom, baby in my lap, three year old next to me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I can't, I can't, I can't be here anymore. Mm. And that was when I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe I am depressed. Like maybe this yeah. is not good. <laughs> Yeah. And wow. just that for me to have that thought in, right. in a moment where I was content, it had nothing right. to do with the kids. Like I was like with my kids, like we were playing, yeah. but the chatter that was going on in my head, I was like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so I went wow. to a therapist and here's what's really cool. Found the best therapist because um, he instantly knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. I was going through a spiritual awakening. And those of you that have gone a therapist told you that. Yep. Oh <laughs> That's why I said it was like god. the right therapist. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Oh, I'm just got, I'm just tingling all over. Yeah. So thank you for so sharing those of you that. that have gone really through good. That, you know. Yeah. You. You. Uh, I had no idea what that was. And he's like, you're just. He's like, those voices. You're just reaching another level of consciousness. He's like, they're all just. He's like, we can work with them. <laughs> my God. Because and, another person would have been pathologized and on meds right. and, you know, heavy duty exactly. diagnosis. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. Keep yeah. Going. And so he, yeah, he helped me kind of navigate um, the beginnings of that. And then I hired mm-hmm. a spiritual coach who is very much like what you do and mm-hmm. clearing blocks and finding like the, the root causes of yeah. some of these things. And um, yeah, so I went, you know, that's where I started my spiritual journey and that's why that metaphysical piece and that spiritual piece has become mm-hmm. such a big part of my work. Yeah, yeah. And their catalyst was really my business. Like, like I said, things at home were good. It was just, mm-hmm. I wasn't stepping into something. And when I did, everything broke open, things got easier. Oh. Um, and it, you know, it, it, it took a while to get there, uh-huh. um, but I'm so, so happy with the way things are now. 
Oh my God. Well, I guess this is what I love about this show is that women like you, who somebody could look at and say, you have it all together. My God, life must have been easy for you. Look how you're so polished. And so to speak the truth, because there's another woman in a cage, Holly, there's another woman going, I don't know that I can do this. And so what would you say? Like, I think we need to speak into that because it's a, it's, you know, we all have our specific breakdowns. And so, so if somebody comes to you, like, let's talk about that. Somebody's in a cage. Like, I don't know that I can keep doing this. What would you say? Definitely get support because it's, it's something that is so hard to navigate on your own. And if you need um, help finding support, you know, I'm sure Teresa and I can help Mm -hmm. uh, connect you with someone. And uh, like, so like you need that spiritual awakening piece is something that you feel so alone Mm-hmm. because no one else understands what you're going through <laughs> mm-hmm. because they haven't been there yet. Unless you have a partner or a friend that has been there and then they're like, yay, right. I've, I've waited for <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Um, so it can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. And then from a business perspective, if you feel like, you know, you're hitting that wall mm-hmm. and you, you know, anytime you introduce a new idea, it's, it's not panning out when things panned out really well for you before, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you've always followed your instincts and now you're starting to lose your confidence. Right. That, that piece is where you really need to start thinking about like, is this, is it a strategic problem? Mm -hmm. Which chances are it's not. If you have a track record that shows that you've been successful in the past and your stuff, your idea works, your ideas work. Chances are there, there is a misalignment in, what you're committing to. And when you can fix that misalignment, which shows up in two ways, it shows up energetically, Mm -hmm. um, but it comes out through your words. Hmm. So you, for, so for example, um, you know, I might be working with a client that really wants to get out of that one-to-one model Mm -hmm. and break into groups, but they believe that they can't deliver the same value in a group program as they do one-on-one. Right. That's a belief. Mm-hmm. And so the words they'll use or when they're having a sales conversation, there's like an energy behind them that says, I don't believe this. I'm going to be able to get you the results. Ooh. I'm afraid to offer this. Um, even though you're not saying that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it permeates the room and you're not getting sales. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like, it just, the, your audience feels a sense of unease. Uh-huh. They feel lack of confidence and um, it's on a subconscious level. So they're not uh-huh. you know, thinking bad thoughts about you, uh, but they're not taking action. And that's why mm. so we can get like, that's kind of where I work with people is like getting both the energetic piece and uh-huh. the like making sure that we're using the right words that are speaking to the right people. Right. Right. Um, because yeah, just nuances like one word off and you're speaking to a totally different audience right. than you thought you were. <laughs> yeah. No, you're really good at this. You're really, y'all should hire this woman for this. Just hire her. Um, you know, I want to speak to, well, let, let me just, just back up a little yeah. bit. We reconnected like six months ago, probably maybe less, almost a year ago. I don't know when we reconnected after years, after our lip sync duet on live, live video. And you shared that story with me. And I shared my story of, you know, the breakdown that I had been in. And for me, it was like, oh my God, I love this woman. I feel close to this woman. I, I want to champion for this woman. But what I know also happens 
is that when we're in those modes, we have shame and we want to go quiet. And we don't, when we, you know, the little gremlins compare and then we, we watch other people who are in seasons of generativity and they're running around, they're hustling and we're like, what the fuck? And so, so What's let's talk about, exactly, really, right? You know, so let's talk about that because it, it's so imperative to understand seasons and to not let the shame voices get you. Like, cause your business, when you are deconstructing something or allowing this to break away, you're not rocking the, the revenue as much, right? Like, like there's, a, there's a letting go of, and it's really easy to get into, oh my God, oh my God. You know, so let's just talk about that. Cause I think that is such a plight when you're in this place. So mm-hmm. what do you got? So this is kind of become my new way of operating my business. And I think it's a really good analogy for what you're talking about the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that I, that I've, come aware from my coach is, you know, the rhythms of life, yeah. how the earth goes through seasons mm-hmm. and there's the death cycle and the rebirth and the, the growing and then the harvest and then back to the death cycle, right. your business and you go through these same cycles. Mm-hmm. And so we do have to be gentle with ourselves and, and learn how to recognize when we might be going through a death cycle and allow that, that process to happen and making sure that again, we're treating, we're treating our business in a natural way. So um, sometimes we think that we can just go and launch something new, but if you haven't been planting the seeds Uh for that thing, it's, it, it has nothing to grow from. So you might, have an idea now that, so this is like, I know there's a lot of guilt around this. Like you have an idea, you put it out into the world. No one really responds. You just planted a seed. Mm-hmm. Right. And Nothing's if you wasted. don't deliver yeah. on that now, cause I've done that before, like I'm going to do this course and I might even get a response, but then I just, you know, change directions or, yeah. you know, yeah. something comes up and, and then I feel like really guilty that I said I was gonna do this and I didn't there's, there's integrity, but then there's also the, I planted a seed. I know there's people that want to do that. And when I'm ready to come back to it, I can. Um, so, so un, just understanding that and using, um, you might journal on it. Um, moon phases are really mm. good for this um, because the moon goes through a cycle every month, every, yeah, every, every month. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they go through every month. Uh, Mercury retrogrades uh, are another like seat, like, time that when you've when you learn to work with them are actually really awesome mm, nice <laughs> most people like so many people dread yeah. retrograde and i've learned to embrace them and really cool things happen cool if, if you flow with the energy right? right um so just you know going back to just really basic rhythms in mm-hmm. in your operation um i used to get really really anxious when uh my creativity, like I couldn't, I couldn't write or I couldn't, like I wanted to create, but the ideas weren't there. And it was Uh like, I was just pushing something uphill. And then I learned to just wait, Mm -hmm. which is so hard to do, especially when you're like high achieving type. I get it. I get it. And, and just realized that, that, you know, I can't always be at level 10, like, needs to recuperate. There needs to be rhythms. There needs to be 
I need to take that time to focus on other things that I might have been ignoring right. during those really creative times. And even though the creative times are way more fun, uh-huh. right. there's other things that need tending. There's other parts of my garden that need to be, need to be worked on. Um, so just recognizing those rhythms for yourself, it, it doesn't happen overnight, but when you do and you can work with them, you'll find yourself comparing yourself a lot less, yes. feeling a lot less shame and just realizing like, this is where I am right now and spring is coming <laughs> and I'm going to be amazing and that go. is okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I work really hard at, you know, I'm like a shame buster and my, that is my like life's mission is to eradicate shame. And it's so easy to sit there when you're in a season of um, maybe gestation, you know, you're, you're kind of waiting and growing it and you look around and people are having launches and, and it's, it, it can drive you nuts. And, and I know there's a tendency, I always say to my clients, measure something else, right? Because there's a tendency like, I didn't do enough sales calls. I didn't get enough opt-ins. I didn't, I, and so the focus must be like, what can you measure in yourself? And maybe that's, I meditated five minutes more. I slept a little better. I snuggled my dog today. You know what I mean? Like, I think we get so outside oriented. Like I got to go get that as opposed to who am I asked to be? Like what's, what's, what's emerging? That, that, and uh, just looking at the current here now. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. My bills are paid. That's right. In the moment. You know, spending All time with well. my kids, like yeah. going back to the thing, the way you wanted your life to be. Mm. And that, like, that was huge is just not measuring yourself by those numbers and by right. Right. those achievements that you set, those goals that you set for yourself. Because the reality is life is what matters, that you are happy is what matters, right. that your day-to-day is, is pleasant. <laughs> it's what yeah. matters. And if you're yeah. driving yourself crazy, <laughs> it's not Fire your boss. Fire your boss on the inside. So let me just ask you one last question. Um, I really liked how you started by saying, here's where you are, but here's what you dreamed. And you know, like, like, is it not possible? So sometimes people have given up on them, their dreams or they have let their dreams be talked out of them or shamed out of them or socialized out of them. So how do you help people reignite with like, what would I just freaking love, love, love to have? What do you do for that? Usually they know what they love, love, love oh, to have. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, what I really wanted to do was this, but this was easier or yeah. someone told me that this would work better. Right. And so I find that a lot of, uh, especially coaches, you know, they started off with this dream of what they wanted, but then they followed mm. all the advice and the steps that they're supposed to take that everyone else is taking. And they just, in the kind of put your nose to the grindstone blinders on doing, doing the business, mm-hmm. just lost sight of it. Right. And now there's so much complexity and nuances mm-hmm. that to go back just seems like they'd be starting over. And that's usually not the case. Um, and we can also find non-conventional ways that people are not teaching mm-hmm. that, you know, blend your gifts and, you know, maybe bits and pieces of these strategies into something that would work better for you. Mm-hmm. And those, like, that's, that's the kind of thing, like, that's, like, I'm an integrator. I take all, yeah. all these pieces and bring them together. And that's just fun. Yeah. I just nerd out about that. Um, so, so yeah. So 
getting back to your, I can't remember what the original question was, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so just recognizing that you probably have a dream mm-hmm. in there and, you know, try to remember what it was. Like, what did you want when you first started? Like, what, what I do, what inspirations pop up for you? And then you immediately like, yeah, no, nah, that won't work. Like, cause that might actually be the thing. <laughs> well, you know what they say? I like this. Make decisions not based on what has worked, but based on what you desire, right? So if you're saying, I want to I wanna be on stages, oh, but nobody ever shows up to my events, that's crazy, right? So it, you don't let the, the history right. determine. And it, I just love that you're a dream builder. All right, do you have any last words of advice? So how to be fiercely brilliant, how to step into your dreams, how to navigate a spiritual awakening, like what do you got? I know we could talk for more days, but I was gonna say, that's a lot of stuff. I know. How pick long do we have? Just pick one of those. So. Yeah. So I guess my piece of advice would be to go maybe journal, meditate, like do whatever you need to do that will take you out of your normal strategic analytical mind and just explore like what if? you know, what if I could do this and, and, and not like, don't focus on the, how it would happen, but like, what if I could work only 20 hours a week? What if I could, um, you know, work with these clients that, you know, I feel like I, I have like crushes on, <laughs> but, but are just so far out of reach because they yeah. might not be out of reach. Right. And so just like play a game of what if with yourself of what it would look like. And then, you know, what if all that was possible and see what comes up for you? Um, See how you feel physically, see ideas that you have that might show you how Um, start looking around for signs of other people doing that or other people saying, you know, that, that you should be doing it. You should go for it. Um, So start looking for those external signals um, as well as the internal ones. And, and yeah, and, and start when you, when you start believing that it's possible, the pieces fall into place Mm. and that's just kind of how the universe works. And so the part of believing it's possible is you don't listen to little voices that tell you, but you don't know how to do that. It's never been, so I love what you said. Don't worry about the how. And whenever you get those thoughts, just literally go lay down, go lay down, go lay down. Right. It's not even that you have to push them away. Just say, thank you. Yeah. just, Just, and I'll figure it out. Right. It'll happen. Like, I don't need to, I don't need that answer right now. Mm -hmm. I will get there. Very nice. So one step at a time. (laughs) Very nice. Good. So I would imagine people listening to this would be like, how do I get more of Holly? So how do they follow you? And, and all the links will be in the show notes and all that, but, and do you have Mm -hmm. a free gift that you want to share with people? I do. Um, so my website is hollychantel.com. Pretty simple. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so I have a free gift. So if you're at that place where you're trying to introduce new ideas or you're trying to reach another level in your business where you've maybe plateaued or stalled, um, I have a, a growth blind spot quiz wow. that'll tell you where the misalignment is uh-huh. on a strategic standpoint and then also usually what energetically is underlying that Mm. so what the belief might be or um you know where you might be misaligned in that area um so that's at growthblindspot.com and it's a really cool quiz i was very very happy when i created it because i was like this is cool i'm gonna go take it that sounds really cool (laughs) nice nice that's fabulous that's fabulous
fabulous. It has been such a delight and you're going to have a baby shortly. So I don't know when your episode will air, but you might, you might be a new mom. So wishing you just all the best with that. And um, just thanks again. I appreciate, you know, I, I have mad respect for your skills in the marketplace, but getting to know you more as, as, a, as a, such a woman of authenticity, it's just, you're just a delight. So thank you so much for showing up. Likewise. <laughs> We're just like crushing on each other. This we is are. So <laughs> OMG. Let's just do a little, little duet now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for now listening. And you guys leave comments. If you like something, just put, what was, what was your big takeaway? Like this was kind of chock full of a lot of stuff. And what I love is when women like this come and share the real deal. Because we can't get through this pretending we can't get through this with like hiding the stuff. And I love that we have leaders like Holly and me, but we'll just share the scoop, right? Because that shame only gets you when you're hiding, right? But when you talk about this stuff, we inspire each other. So let us know how you like this episode and if feel free to reach out to Holly or I, if you have any questions or we can support you more. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode and I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group. And I'm super active in it. So each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot. And I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings. And I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.